Welcome to Call Out Culture, with your hosts Alaska, Kelly Castro, and Zilla Rocker. This week, we discuss our favorite albums of the decade. It's in there. I don't know if it's a regional thing. I, I don't know. That's that's some baby boomer shit. <laughs> my point is, uh, okay, boomer. I just think it's a whole undersold and then meal pay for my insurance. <laughs> and I think if you compare that to Christmas dinner, if you compare it to Christmas dinner, you'll see what I'm saying. And that's all I got to say. So you know. I, I was dying today when you were saying, when you texted. We were talking about fun of boomers. That's okay, boomer shit. And you were like, okay, okay, boomer, I'm going to my room. <laughs> I'm going to my room, boomer. It's like, yo, yo, my this kid that works for me, he was like, he's like in his twenties. He's like, my dad said, if anyone says okay, boomer to me, I'm gonna beat their fucking ass. <laughs> he's like, my dad's tough. He fucking he he wakes up and does pushes in front of the river every day. I was like, oh shit. Jesus Strong Christ. Boomer. Strong boomers. That uh, shit is crazy. All right, let's get down to our, our stuff, boomer. All right, so I am Gen X, man. I'm not a boomer. I'm old. I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. Uh, I'm the uh, first wave. Guys, I'm the first run. Loan forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, according, according to my generation, college should be free. There should no, be no I think I'm still in, I'm The government still in should Gen be in X. charge. Everyone that shit. I'm You're Gen, Gen X. I'm not in Gen. Yeah, I'm not Gen Y. No, you're Gen X. Yeah, you're Gen X. And I'm a millennial. There you go. I'm all about my feelings. You're not a millennial. You don't skip. Yeah, yeah. you're right below me. Yes, I am. I'm I'm below you as a millennial, bro. Nah, you you were scared of Y2K. That's what it is. No, Generation Y. No, Generation Y is below me, bro. You don't even know what you're saying. Generation Y is millennial, but there is no Generation Y. Right. Generation Y. They, the they, were, they tried to run with Generation Y and it didn't work and they changed it to Millennial. Yeah. So Millennial is Jason, is Generation Y. I did not know. Yeah. That. I thought it was yeah, after yeah, oh, okay. Hold on a second. I thought it was hey, after Y. Knock it off. God, you goddamn right, these animals. No, they think they could fucking take over and, and they know better. Because no, then when you walk assholes. up to them, they all, they all cringe and shit. If an animal cringes, yeah. that means you know you were wrong. I don't care what people yep. oh, leave them alone. They look, no, they look, they know it. They're showing you. Fuck out of here. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> I don't even know what that thing means. That's why it's not even funny to me. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Baby uh, boomer? Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Calm down, Boomer. <laughs> no, you can keep saying it. I'm pissed off about Thanksgiving I know. and y'all cheap-ass fucking jokes. I don't even know what that Boomer shit really even means. Truth, truth be told, I don't know what... Is that 80, 90? I don't know what it means. I really don't. I don't even know what nah, parents. people are like. Boomers are parents. our parents. Basically, it's Trump yeah. voters. Yeah, okay, boomer. But wait, but, but, yeah. but it's boomer it's from much the baby boomer generation. But, <laughs> Anybody but, does know for Bernie's a boomer. <laughs> but then what are the other people? What What, what is the true generation name of that era? If they're if the boomers are Trump boomers. Baby, baby boomers. Baby boomers. Baby bro. boomers, right? And then yeah. who's after the Okay, all right. The greatest right. generation okay. was before them, then Gen X, right? I don't know. Gen X is no, after, after baby, baby boomers. boomers. Nah, there was another one before. After nah, Gen baby X boomers. is after baby boomers. That's too big a gap. That's the 50s, 60s, the 70s, 80s? With the... I don't know. Okay, bro. I get it. I don't, yeah, I don't no, know. I mean, bo- uh, Gen X is like late 60s to, I think, late early 80s. 
Okay. Yeah, because mille- millennials right. okay. is 82 okay. to like 96 or something like that. I think millennials are anybody that turned 18 at the start of the millennium. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I turned 18 in 2000. So then what did he, so what's these 2000 and on people? They're, they're called, they're, they're called, uh, they're, they're called iGen. They're called iGen or Gen Z. I said they were Gen Z. Yeah. Or iGen yeah, or Gen Z, one of them. I thought about them. Oh, God, I'm off. Millennial, I thought, had to do with 2000 and on. So if you were born in this pack, these 18, these no, 19 years, I no. thought I thought you were millennial. You're saying it, It's kind of conflated. Like, people didn't start talking about Gen Z until recently. Right. Right. No, but I that's don't mean because they're, they're all coming of age thrown. now. They're I like all high school. 2000 and on. So like the kid, the eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds now. I thought those millennials because they were born within this millennium. No. It would make more I sense. Give I give up. In this millennium, it's the same. No, it's right? the same thing as twenty first century, and we're in, we're in the two thousands. <laughs> like we're always a century ahead of the yeah. hundred years. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, That's yeah. And it's like sense. it's it's weird how we celebrate the zero as the end yeah. of a decade, whereas actually the I mean, we celebrate it as the beginning of a decade, but it's actually right the end. when when yep. end of yeah. Exactly. Speaking of decades, Especially. let's talk rap music. There we go. What a segue. Oh, yeah. So, so it's one of those special years where you got. We no, we didn't. We've we still been yapping. I don't even know if any of this is gonna make it in. Okay. <laughs> turkey talk. Um, yeah. Boomer so, talk. So basically, we're gonna do um, our year end. And our decade end list for the next few weeks. So yeah, if you're not really into that, you don't have to check for us until like January. Eat a dick, but, man. Yeah. If you ain't a Virgo yeah. like me, you don't like lists, I don't fuck with you. No, 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 I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah, so this is the time if y'all want to, if y'all need a break or you don't engage in lists, we would just, you know, tell you. Yeah, if you went to school for journalism and you got $180,000 debt and you, you write listicles for $40, this is for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess That's how it is. goes. Uh, so, so, so this week we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's industry jargon. So this year we're gonna do. Um, I mean, this week we are gonna do our top albums of the decade. Rap so we're only doing our top three. We're not gonna go crazy. Right. Um, there's probably instances where we would have crossed over. That might be more for the 2019 than for the decade. I think. But, um, you know, if there is – there's a chance that, like, if we all had the same record, just one of us is going to take it. We're not all going to take the same record. That gives us a chance to talk about a little bit more stuff or, you know, our favorite artist, whatever it is. So we're just doing our top three. Um, and who wants to set it off with number um, three? Um, I'll, I'll go, go first. I'll go for it. I said it first. I said it first. Capture to say it first. Coincidentally – I think my list goes almost in year order. Okay. Kind of. No. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yes. It does. It does. In a certain way. And no. 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 Anyway, my 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 third pick is the oldest of these records of the records that I picked. That's one sure. And my third pick is this wonderful record called "Nigger Rigged Time Machine" by Chicago's born and bred Tomorrow Kings. Now, Tomorrow Kings is made up of a number of Ill MCs, they definitely um, just for you know lack of a better term, they give you the woo vibe just because not so much as how many of them, but how many of them are quality. And I think that's the woo essence that I carry when I when I give those comparisons out. Not necessarily you just have like fuck a Brockhampton, I don't even give a fuck. 
everybody got to be dope. You know what I'm saying? And um, Tomorrow Kings, I remember, stopped me dead in their tracks. I, we performed with them at this uh, event called Yule Prague. And they opened, and I never heard not one of them before. And when I left, I had all of their merch, and I had three of their phone numbers. And, I, and since then, I've worked with a number <laughs> Correct. of them. So That's true. It's, it's, it's not a homer pick. This is just it's a change of philosophy. When I met them, it changed my idea of um, um, what, I, what I would say, packed, taught lyricism. So not so many words, but just how many styles you could squeeze into the time period. Um, Tomorrow King's members are Sketch 185. Um, uh, Gilead Seven. At this time of this record, it was Lamont Manuel. He has since moved on, but he he was a part of this record. Um, Gyroscope. Gyroscope is made up of um, Colossal Structure and IB Focus, and Michael Makael. Um, sometimes I pronounce it. And the Grand Wizard Jenkins. He might have changed his rap name too. They work with a number of producers, um, DJ Senseless, and some others, but. This album was produced mainly by a cat named Vile. And um, oh, Vile's dope. that's what's all yeah, and that's what also makes this record really amazing. He raps on something, but he definitely has a certain sound. He has sounds plural, but he has a sound that he picked for them for this record, and it goes heavy. And the song that I'm referencing, and just go check this out. You can go to Bandcamp, iTunes, please go check it out. But the song that I'm bringing as an example, shut up, you mongrel. <laughs> that's um, my favorite song, that. man. Leave that. No, it's um another. <laughs> See, y'all got me all messed up, man. Um, I think it's a. It, actually, the song is funny because they remind me of it. But I think the song is named. Let me just look it up real quick. Featuring Lil Wayne. No, that's another great song. It is that's another Wu Tang comparison. Another Wu Tang comparison. So we're gonna drop that for a second. I'm on that jigsaw, lift off, clip stars through cars, piss stars on all the raw dogs, your blog, mounted top, ticked off, kick walls on pawns, eating out the belly of a fabricated Rick Ross, trick y'all with smarts, big dog, you lost, out of scene, palace, skin of matters, get your shit tossed, draped off of cars, cause all law is God, found them in the trench, swore to hit him like a guitar, spit hard or crawl on all falls or marred, hard call for walls that never stall, cause ours, track Stars get mobbed, we both guard your yards, then call all your boys and pull we trap the lawn. Tom Tom or John, we bomb dons or cons. Snap back your plaques and pack gats for jazz. You send bags as ash, your pen tag is trash. Sit back your cash and then we grab the stash. Boom. And now y'all see why it is a Wu Tang comparison. Just the lyricism of top, top notch lyricism. And it's not just that, it's, it's the styles that are being flexed. Gilead style, Sketches style, Lamont style, untraditional styles, the way I be focused, um, jitterate, the way fucking Colossal Structure dances, the vocabulary, um, the steadiness of Mikhail. Just just quality artists. I salute these men. I worked with them in the past. I look to work with them in the future. And I want y'all, all our listeners, to check them out. Nigga Rig Time Machine by Tamar King. Yeah, those dudes are super dope. I was fucking with that. I think the, you even got the mute, the mute joint, the gyroscope joint. Oh yeah, that new EP. That, uh, Alaska, the EP I think you mute. Name dropped by one of them. Uh, Lamont What's that? Dropped you, I think. Oh. Yeah, Lamont, Lamont name dropped, name dropped me. You and then my, I named dropped him on a Words Hurt song after that. Yeah, it's on the song that you're on on the Words Hurt shit. It is, and V. Yeah, Lamont name dropped Alaska on um the Riding On remix. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, that shit was hot. 
I love that joint. That shit is fire. Yeah, the Mario yeah, Kings well, is that shit, man. Yeah, no, that's yeah. What y'all think about? Well, shout out to Mario Kings. Shout out to Chicago. Um, I haven't listened to it in a while. I want to go back to it now because uh, was it a couple weeks ago? You got me back into listening to to Lamont shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. About, like, the I mean, I love that shit. Yeah, music to feel like shit too. Oof. Yeah. Uh, sell coke that's to just... white folks. Dropkicks from Saturn featuring Lil Wayne. Uh, Black Power. Michael Jordan is a good song. It is and Hillary Yo, I, no, I, I remix that joint. Michael Jordan. No, I, I remix Jordan twos. Yeah, Jordan two. Black Power in Hell, and then they have this great song to end it. It's called Automatic Door Leaving, and they're all on it. Now they're not on every track, but they're on the first track all together, and they're on the last track all together. And I think it's important when you have a group of many members to not let your ego um, disrupt sound cre- song creation. If a song is done, only two of y'all on it. It's eighteen of y'all. Two of y'all. Mm. On. We learned that with the Wu Po Project. Like, pick your battles and shit. Everybody doesn't mm-hmm. have to show up. Um, nope. Makes a great song. Yep, that's, that's the it. best way to do it. Hell yeah, man! All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go next. My number three pick. My number three pick, man. Just going through this decade. I mean, when you think about the the 2000 oh, wait, to 2009, sorry. what's up? Sorry, wait, sorry. Um, Nigga Rick Time Machine came out 2013. I'm just gonna earmark nope. mine, just so people know. All right. Um. Yeah. When when you look back at like the first ten years of this decade. It was a bad decade, like tw- two thousand five to like two thousand nine. Is oh, horrible. you mean the first ten years of this of this millennium of the century? I should say century, um, century. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Like two thousand to two thousand three, four, pretty damn uh, it was good. Thin. You like, it was yeah. thin. I would, but I you have like supreme clientele. You got Jay. I mean, you got you got some yeah. shit. You got all the but, early joke stuff. Yeah, man, villain well, jokes but, like but oh, two thousand to two thousand four. Um, good. The the mainstay started faltering. Right, the cat right. Like all the mainstream the shit is releases. just bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it starts, bad. It starts getting muddied and like oh five was at the beginning of like a really bad time. It's a bad. When bad did time Ja Rule and them drop off? They That's were like they were in the mix. Oh one, oh two, something like that. Oh, so, okay, and then they fell, and they fell hard yeah. though. You know, yeah, they were gone. They fell super then, hard, but then it was replaced with like that whack ass Fifty Cent shit. Relax. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just talking stop. about this movement, just how long they were. I mean, if you want to talk about like that error being kicked off by whack shit, Fifty Cent kicked off that error, that shitty production style, fucking no, 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 just ruined it all. Garrett is crazy. Oh, you don't like the production with you. You don't like the production shit. That's fine. That album's whack. But the app, the production, many men. This is high. First of all, it's the last batch. That's crazy. I'm just saying. That's true. The last good Dre beats on that album. The last good Dre beats. No, I'll give you that. But the majority of the record sucks. Wow. That's a big, it has some good songs. A, it does have some dope songs. A, it, I'm not gonna lie. There's ten plus good songs on there. That's 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 a good record. I know. Maybe four. No, we'll do it. We'll do, mm, eh, mm, nah. We'll, All right, we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do a fifty episode. We'll, this we'll this would be dope to talk about him. Be fine. But um, but either right, way, anyway. the song that actually took off, the sound that took off, was the in the club sound. It wasn't the other sounds on the dope shit. Right. Right. It was like so okay, wacky shit. Is what but, so then you get so and, anyway. Um, all right, I don't okay, want to okay, talk about okay, I fucking the, okay. good, the good music of okay. Fifty, but other shit. Uh, anyway, so okay. fucking when you get to the 2010 to present, it's like yo. What I've been thinking about is like how the internet just made rap way better, way better. Because you, you, the internet you, you, let you stand you by the statement. You stand by the yes, statement? way okay. better. Okay. Because okay. now, w- without having all the gatekeepers, it just freed up artists to be like, 
I can just literally do whatever I want. And if yeah, I, I can just try, find, I can if I can find my yep. consumers direct, I don't have to worry about all this dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be stuck in label hell and get an album shelf that I worked on for a year and it cost me $700,000. And I got to worry about getting an R&B song. Can you imagine working on something for whatever time period, three months, six months, two years, and they say, ah, it's not coming out. Oh, I'm right. smashing everything in there. Oh, every glass thing in that building is getting smashed. Like, I, oh, yeah. I know how, how hard we all work on this stuff, and I can't imagine some corporate, I don't care if they're shoving checks down my throat, that says I can't release it. Like, that's, that's purgatory. Right. Like, that's, yeah, that's like, like a literal purgatory, so you can't do anything. So, But the internet was like, one, so once you get immersed in this last nine, ten years, the internet is everything, you know, and you yeah. could upload shit, you could do whatever. And you could also just, like I said, find you could find consumers your direct. Catch your market. Right. Yep. You know, so with, with merch, you know, changing around and, you know, big box stores wiped out, not selling music and all that shit. It was like, well, more more people than ever are making music, you know, from established cats to new cats, whatever. So as much as we hate it, like, bro, it's way better now than it was in like 2006. It's way better. So yeah. my, the album, one of the ones I picked was I had to pick my number one dude, Prodigy. So I went with Albert Einstein from, I think it's 2013, him and Alchemist. So this was like his first album when he got out of jail. He wrote his book, My Infamous Life. And this was his first time working with Allison's Return of the Mac. And so he came out like, I, I love Prodigy so much because he has like specific waves of his career. So like the best, mo like, you know, uh, Infamous, Hell on Earth and murder music that's one style he's flexing where he's like very cryptic like threatening ice cold like sociopathic vivid shit and then you get like the second wave where it's like they start kind of falling off a little bit he starts like the non-rhyming style where he's just kind of like talking and shit and then they're kind of like spotty with their shit then he goes to jail and all when he comes out and on albert einstein and this is like post g unit He's like he like embraces being like the joyfulness of being a fucking outlaw. And on Albert Einstein, he's just like flexing, styling, changing his voice up, doing like a like a southern draw here and there. But it's over the rawest alchemist shit. He's got that one song like Bear Meat, like Pussy You Sweet, like Bear Meat. He's got that joint. He's got Curb Your Dog. You know what my song is Say It Out Loud. You already know. And come on. No. I am DKV straight. Oh. Yes. That shit's so hard. Infamous Mom D Killer Volt. Yo, that joint is crazy. The line he says in that song and he says, yo, he says, he says something. It's like, I start finger fucking that Mac. It's over. I'm like, yo, that is the hardest <laughs> shit to say. I am DKV straight. Yo, he. Yo, that shit is. Yeah. I am DKV. Queens Massacre, the infamous Mob Deep King Vulture rapping what niggas won't do when you see me off camera. Niggas strip who? I'll beat you to you lavender. You banned from the functions and concerts. Cancel sons, boy, that you can't cash that. Stop cutting, you ain't never see me in the street while we was beefing, talking about our white flags. You would say it's all peace when you know doing well. It's apocalypse season, get your back radiated. Next time you try to flee from this punishment you got coming, don't resist. You only gonna make it. Worse than the fuck still, bitch. You screaming. See, motherfucker, you screaming. Now I'ma have to stop that. Hand me the nail hammer and the baseball bat. I'ma bust his mouth open. He trying to attract the attention of them people. I am DKD. I'm evil. Straight black TV.
Yo, that shit is crazy. That's that a joint crazy is bonkers, ass man. Though. That Raw Forever, there's like three beats on that, three beat switches. He's just fucking crushing that album. But like, it's like a gleefulness. It's like the icy, like, removed distance like style he was doing when he was 20 21 22 like on this joint he's just like yo i'm just a bad motherfucker man i love it i love it i love being a fucking deranged dude that's my shit and he's just having fun while still talking wild shit you know what i mean and i remember like seeing him in interviews and pressing on he just was like he was wearing So as as we were saying, we got a we had a short technical glitch. Um, yeah, the Albert Einstein album, fucking crazy. And as I said, probably on Twitter, it's better than any Nas album after it was written. Like not mm. even close. If you I don't give Nas, I do. This bro, is not with this. this there's no Nas album better than Albert that's, Einstein. That's not. That's not true. That's not true. That is. That's. That's it's very not, true. Not true. And I don't. It's very that's true. Not, it's very untrue. It's very untrue. Because okay, Alchemist, Alchemist is better than anybody Nas. No, 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 no. Slow down. Since, we since got Godson, it was we got Stillmatic, we got Life is Good. Those nope. are quality. Enjoy's got a lot of duds. A lot Look, of duds. All right, moving on. Move, I'm, 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 I'm telling you right now. But anyway, Prodigy's better. Our friendship is on the fucking line. Our friendship Prodigy, is on the line. Prodigy is number one, dude. Yeah, I'm at the point with Nas where I'm done talking about Nas in general. I don't give a fuck about Nas anymore. He's off the list. Because when he drops his next banging record, you'll check, you'll give it a listen. Out of out of legend obligation. Okay, all right. We have to yeah. move on because I'm getting highly upset and I might leave. <laughs> all right, let's the last his turn. The last his turn. Catch right. the fucking George Costanza, man. I'm very Don't upset. talk about that. I'm very upset. Don't talk about that. I'm not ready to. Why would I be ready to deal with not? Like, why would I be ready? Like, are you kidding me? We don't even deal with Wu Tang. They're zombies. They're weak in their Bernie's. We won't even face it. That's that's true. This is where I am with Nas. Like I just don't care about him anymore. Oh, stop it! I don't care about Karis One. I care about Nas. All right. Sure. I don't care about either of them. But Nas is in that territory now. Oof. I mean, he's not creepy like Karis One. Well, he's I mean, a little bit. You hear him talk about. All right. Creepy. Thank you very the much. Sex record. Just despicable. Splack, splack, splack. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go with my number three, and it's uh. It's Billy Woods. Today I wrote nothing. Now, why did you pick this album of all? I'm just curious why this Woods album. This this is the album where Billy Woods finally clicked for me. So Mm. it it holds a special place in my heart. Like, here's a quick question: Did it make you go listen to some of the other stuff? Like, only thing came out before that was um, Dower Candy and um, yeah, no, 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 wait, 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 sorry, sorry, I want to get my man. He had he had the Chalice, he had Camouflage, he had a lot of work with Wardle. Then he had history yeah. will absolve me, Dower Candy, and then today I wrote nothing. Yeah, so I don't know. It was yep. just Dower Candy was the first time I really listened to him heavy. Um, okay, like I didn't. So really even when he was fucking history. with Vortal, you didn't check him just on the Vortal cosine back then. No, or I didn't because I, I in your face. during that period I wasn't really checking anybody that I knew because I was like okay. too in it. You know what I mean? It was like it was one yep. of those things like I listened yep. to it once and then I, I'd go somewhere else. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I'm like that when I'm creating. I don't really like to listen to people that I know because it's too similar. We have we have access to demos with our friends. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? So like, there's there's a yeah. different listen that goes into like checking demos. So, so okay, yeah, so sorry. even like with um with Dower Candy, which I liked, I thought Dower Candy was cool, but there was just something about the way he was writing on Today I Wrote Nothing that really hit special for me. Um, I think it was sort of the way it was a lot of short verses. There wasn't like a real serious structure to the record. It was sort of like him experimenting. Um, I really liked the way he was writing. A guy finally understood his cadence. Mm. More than it anything. Sometimes I can take a second, yeah, but then it, once it, it was, clicks in, then you're like, "Oh, there it is!" You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like so, it's there all along, type shit. Yep. And and I think I might have talked about this before on the podcast, but there was like one time when like Cryptic and I were hanging out, we were at like some bar, and we were talking about music, and we just like it was like right when this record came out, we both kind of just looked at each other and we're like, "What do you think of Billy Woods?" Mm. And it was like the same thing. We both were like. Yo, I didn't get it at first, but I fucking got it now, and I love it. It's like the best shit out. So mm. that was that's why that record special to me. Like that's the one that opened up the world of Billy Woods to me. Dope. So nice. That's that's sort Dude, of that why. That was Dower Candy for me. Dower Candy was the one that cracked me. I was like, ah, oh, I get it now. I understand. Which song? Which song are you highlighting? I'm, uh, I mean, I'm gonna go with War Machines because that shit just bangs so hard. The beat is so crazy. The, is that the Messiah first, music? Like, it really sort of... What's that? Is that Messiah music beat to Castro? Uh, I don't know. Yes. Yes, it I is. I think it's yes, Messiah it music. Yeah. 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 That shit is hot. That horn. That shit bangs. The horn on that yep. shit is so oh. hard. And yep. it, it's really, to me, it's sort of like the epitome of that record. He's rapping at a little calmer tone. Like, it's just yep. like more somber than the, um, than the, the um, you know, demonstrative oration he does sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And he, like, really owns his pocket on that song. Missiles close enough to see model and make haters gonna hate. Watch my city like the blind shape. Handle snakes at the wake. You can tell he went to hell. Just look at his face. Looking like the one that got away. Survivor's guilt like runaway slave. Dad's coughing in the house for two days. Lennon lying in state. Grabbing gats, had a fucking parade. Ticket tape on the graves. Smoke like grease fire. Full pittance, the guns was hired. Good riddance, roadblock the burning tires. The plot thickens, delivered to hissing mob. Appealed to distant guard, the sun flattened hard. Captain Queen came mutinous. Black rain luminous, exhale sour cumulus. Clenched teeth, hold cigars, freshly rolled. Stories told, lies all cold, cold collect. Silent auction. So, yeah, that's, that's number three for me for the decade. And I think that came okay. out in 2015. Oh, wow. All right. Let's, um, yeah. let's take a break, and then I, I yep. guess we, we're back up to me when we come back. All right. Yo, what it do? It's Curly Castro. I'm here with a grand announcement. Partnering up with the wonderful people at Buena Ventura Records in Zurich, Switzerland, we are bringing you Tosh on Vinyl. This is not a drill. Tosh on Wax. So go to brmovement.bandcamp.com and copy one. Say less. Wrecking Crew. One. And we are back. Uh, ready for number two. Our number two albums of the decade. Castro, why don't you hit us off with yours? All right. And my second album of the decade is a more recent affair. So it's, it's pretty interesting. 
um, that, it's, that that I would put it on this decade list, considering it came out um, last year, 2018. And that is Cavalier's Private mm. It's a great now, record. The reason that this record sticks out so much is it came out early 2018. And when a record comes out early, it's kind of hard to maintain that position. No matter how great it is, sometimes people don't remember fourth quarter albums, you know, take your memory when the end of the year comes, you're thinking about those. But this album stayed consistently in my rotation, in my mind, in my thoughts, in my inspiration. I wrote a lot based off this album. That's 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 what an album would stick out for me when it when it inspires writing. Like when I hear something, I'm like, no, nah, I got to let me pause this. I need to get get some verses out, get some bars down. And um and also, this is, a, and I like Cavalier before. Um, he's on Niggas is Man Heavy. Um, I, I learned about him through Quelle Chris and through my man Premrock. But this record is like the culmination of all his power. Like, whatever it is he was dabbling with, he has a great Lemonade EP that they recently redid with Iman Amari. But this one is like the culmination of his power. It looks great. It sounds great. The visuals are, are incredible. Like, I, I, I um, strongly suggest everybody check all the videos out for this project. And um, the song I picked, interesting enough, is the last song. And it's a reprise of an earlier song. He has an earlier song on the record called Go Brooklyn. And the last song is a reprise of that. And it's simply called Reprise. And I want y'all to check that out. I got a name tattooed on my chest. I'm chasing Amy's, retracing my steps. Smoke tracing my breaths. Can still smell her clothes, linger off her leopards and grab. If you don't know about love and death, then you just won't understand. I'm reminiscing like a Chester Higgins. From where clips see empty like they pessimistic. Impressionistic, my frustration. The painting the portrait that's so vivid. And they still couldn't get it from thin air. I'm trying to whittle it away before it wither away. Once bitten, now it slithered away. My sky blue, now digital red. This requiem for my street, but technically the equity seat is not equity backed. Before it tanks, I give thanks when text bang on this beat. Chuck, we need to bring back weed spots. We need to bring back weed spots I'm trying to tell you, it's not nostalgia Just been my staff for a while These closet bangers, these moves is timing Too dunk almond, common threads Kama Sutra got it, common sense Santana riffs, banana nutriment Bandana kids, sandbagging Sandwich bag, master plans from a few zips like... I actually just learned about him Like uh, maybe two or three weeks ago Yeah, I think um, Quality Chris was like Tweeting about him and he tweeted like a video yeah. of his, and I played it. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, this is dope!" Yeah. And then I went down the uh, down the rabbit hole. Like, check it out. Check this out, yo. Because I uh, um I wrote a quote, and he says, "I part ways with entourages when it's off or to tra la la la. It ain't about what's popular if it ain't on my parabola. Phantom of your opera, rocking Hajan the Conqueror, blocking Cyclops ape with Hamza Han the Fatima." Okay. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Hamza Han the Fatima. He's just dancing, and his flow is is unique, but he has a great pocket. Like it's a it's a it's an incredible record. Hands down, my my favorite record of last year. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, you talk about it all the time. I do. I do bring it up quite. You a bit. really did. It was no joke. Yeah. Like this isn't just for the show. Like you were always talking about that record. And I'm I very you much talk about it. Then I would always go back and play it again. I was like, shit, it's banging. Really good. Yeah, Cav, the Cav's Cav, nice. Yeah. Shout out to you, Cav. 
get it more popping, man. So, all right, I'm gonna do my second album of the decade. Um, Zigzag Ziggalow, you up? Yeah. Uh, number two, man. I when I thought about making my list, I was like, who? What are the ones I just played a lot, and why did I play them a lot? So, Albert Einstein, Prodigy. I just play. I remember just playing it at the gym all the time. Like that was like my go-to gym album was Albert Einstein and Prodigy is my, my 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 number one dude. Then I started thinking about like who else I play a lot, and num- another top five rapper for me and my my personal like preference is Aesop Rock, and Skeleton is my number two pick. Got him. Two thousand twelve, and uh, man, this this album it's re- like t- I think it was pretty much agreed upon. And Alaska, you may know differently, but uh, it was pretty universally thought that like Labor Days was his best album, mm-hmm. and that came out like what oh one mistakenly, mistakenly, yeah. So. Stop, we all know Bazooka 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 shit. Was, the, was the best album up until that stop. point. You better stop it right now. You fucking insane. Why electric? Are you kidding me? Stop. No jumper cable. Labor Days, Labor Days, bro. LSD is on there. Get the fuck. Greatest Pac-Man victory in history. I, I mean, that's Continue, my favorite. Son, that's not, probably my favorite joke. I'm not trying. Um, I'm not trying to anyway, so that, you know, then he... All right, you know uh, all right fine. All right, um, all right, all right sorry. You, but you always like the wackest albums from people, so... Oh, you're, you're That's insane. your thing. You're insane. So, you're insane. It's, so, Skeleton, anyway, so by the time Skeleton came, I don't think... What was his last album before Skeleton? Was it Fast Cars, Danger, Fire, and Knife? Oh, you're including it. Was fire, talking, like, was years. Nunchow Pass. It was Oh, that Nunchal that, Pass. That was, that was like 07. Yeah. So that was like, drop, so it was like a five-year. Right. Yeah, but then he was doing like the 900 bat shit, and he was like fucking yes, around that and is doing true. shit. That is true. But he Honey wasn't like. Work and stuff. Yeah, and he was doing shit with Rob and all, but he wasn't like Boxing doing his shit like that. that. Yeah, yeah, so by the time Skeleton came, it had been five fucking years for the album from this guy. And uh, so Skeleton, I remember like, I think, is what's the first single? Zero Dark Thirty probably? Probably, I think that's yeah. the first thing. That was the first thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, all right, that, that's kind of cool. But like when I heard like Cycles de Gehenna, I was like, oh, fuck. And it was song. like, Cycles de Gehenna is crazy. ZZZ Top is on Z-Z-Z there. That Z-Z shit Top is crazy. Is that is I mean, right Ruby, and then Crows Ruby 1 and 2, that Come shit on, is playing. hard as fuck. Ruby 81? Ruby 81, crazy. You know, Go For what, Guts, what? crazy. I mean, this... It was just amazing at that point to feel like this dude is now eclipsed his masterpiece from Which old song one. you highlighting, Z? Uh, probably just Cycles Dick Ahana. I just love that joint. That beat, that shit is stupid hot. I, I just always love that joint. And there's like a breakdown at the end where there's a piano playing. And he's rhyming over just that little piano. Gangway, mine eyes, mine teeth. The man ape translates glam through the visor. Goes in, water lilies, amps, grace, geiger, and man ray. Crammed in a one-player campaign. Blinker like a hollow bonfire over Sam Haynes. Span with a praying hands, man. They bars an extension of the arms. They're mutating instead of being farms. Tonight beneath the marmalade Venus. Haunted mowers chewing every glowing yard of mud between us. Going for Jack Dotson, Corvette Lotus, full call. You can slalom when your Zorlax focus Be a mechanical Dartmoor Frankenstein poorly It's sanctioned by a new gang Yorkie Who knew that any moment he could lose it To the Dagobah's suicide flooring And still he keep his fuel tank portly The 30-odd-year-old gear stank Charlie the Scarf dank mom's new hobby He's And he murmurs, he's like, P.S. I wrote this on a self-destructing memo <laughs> That shit is yeah. dumb Um, 
yeah, that album was just like, and you know, it was all about death and like, you know, after Camoteo and like him dealing with it, you know, yeah. and it's just like, and, and it was also the beginning of like him having just a completely singular sound. Like it doesn't well, sound like jokes. It doesn't sound like yeah, that's, what it doesn't saying, sound that's like the first record that he produced by himself. Right? Totally, yeah. Like that doesn't totally. sound like Blockhead. It doesn't the, sound like L. It doesn't sound like right. anybody. And, is, and it has the best produ- drum well, fills. Nunchal Pass has really good production from him. But on this is way I better. It is a step ahead. It is a step ahead. You know what I mean? Like wait, he, wait, wait. Has, was there um was there any Hail Mary Mallon before this? Uh, there was around that time, maybe after. Maybe like right after that. I'm there pretty was the sure like D Up was around album. for a long time. D Up was out. Yeah, that, like yeah, but that, yeah, that was, but that was on a Def Jokes compilation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 like okay. the last one. Um, but yeah, like Skeleton, like and the drum, it's the best. It has the best drum fills on an album, on a rap album ever. Yes, yeah, it's fucking drum, crazy. Drum like is the crazy. bass is crazy. Like it's just, it's just like, so a, we, like so it's, it's a lot of guitar. Yeah, like a lot of live bass, a lot of live live. He was guitar. dating that. He was dating that. Um, no, that, was from, um, that was his wife. His wife from that ghost group. What was that group called? Yeah. Um, Her name's Allison Baker. My tour manager. Allison, yeah, Allison, Allison Baker. Baker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was so our, our tour manager for a while. Oh word! Oh word! That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So that that shit is hot, and he's just it's just like a very like solitary record. You know what I mean? Like it just it sounded like. It was no, he wasn't in a scene anymore. He was just a guy like in the woods making him shit. You know what I mean? Like, on that record? what features you got? Nobody, nobody's on. Skeleton? I think, I, oh, what's her name's on it? Um, what's that girl he did? Uh, oh, what's um, that girl? Kimia uh, Davis or whatever her name yeah, is. Kimia yeah, Davis. she's on Crows Kimia too. Kimia Dawson. Kimia Dawson. Kimia Dawson. Yeah, she's on it. I don't think there's anybody rhyming on that shit. But the bonus like cuts had like tracks, BMX yeah. with a Rob and Bill Bonus Jack Bring me my yeah, ex. Rob BMX, that's hot. But that, yeah, you're right. Those are the only features. That's it. Like, there's Kimmy no one Dawson else on that album. That's, that's pretty impressive considering, you oh, know. Oh, then he has that, that he's got that merge shit on Crows. Watch your step and watch your mouth. We all know the way that a punk goes out. That, on go the, out. The merge yep. shit. That shit is tough. Yeah, he's, he's just fucking violent on that shit. Like, he's all like. The writing is unbelievable, uh, and to me, like there's like some very subtle, not so subtle diss songs on there too, that I just so, personally theorize. I wanted to ask about that because uh, um, was it Zero Dark Thirty? There's a lot of speculation that that was about L. I thought Crow's One was about yeah. L. Crow's One is about L. I always thought L. We didn't want. I didn't want to bring it up, but Crow's One is definitely about L. I think it's definitely <laughs> like, about him. And now, now Crows Two goes into like morbidity and depth, morbidity and depth and stuff. Right. Like, Zero Crows Dark One Thirty is was him such a blur shots. to me, so I I don't know if I no no Zero Dark Thirty is about how everybody he came up with's gone, and now like you yeah. know yeah, it's all yeah. just about that. Like we we were all basically how prospects are bullshit. We all came up, we were like the next wave dudes, and now I look around, no one's here. But except on, some, on some archaeology fossilized shit. Like I right, it was like coming ring, across yeah. like that, like the remnants and shit. Right. But um, I'm gonna listen to that shit again and find a little L part. But definitely see, when he says one. he's like he's like you know he's like down from a hundredple surplus to one, one. Like yep. he's talking about you know he he just outlasted these left. cats. Wow. Like why they why they why they're gone? I'm pretty sure Crow's one is a diss to L. That's just my mm. my personal thing. I've had for years. Like I listened to it, I was like, oh, you're going at this dude. Yeah, we we I remember when we, we when we figured that out because. Alaska for the longest we didn't know that the, the split wasn't amicable. 
Like we had no idea. Oh, so. you know what it was? Because around that time, I was like, I started realizing on Twitter, I'm like, yo, these dudes don't mention each they other don't, ever. Like, don't mention each other at all. Fuck no. following. So like, I was you just could like, tell that they were oh. they were deliberately not talking about each other or liking each other stuff. But you would see Listen. Rob Sonic in between them, no problem. Talking to L, and then talking to Ace, and then blocking him, talking to L, talking to Ace. But then, and was, yeah. but that was also the beginning of Run the Jewels. Yeah, and I was remember I remember yeah. saying to people, I'm like, yo, the fact that these two aren't opening or touring with each other lets you know everything, because they would make so much fucking money touring together, and they and they oh, don't God. at all, nothing. Yeah. They know each other's yeah. songs. Their music is totally different now, like it's very very separate. Because I mean, you know, Alaska can tell it's true. Not, I think they had a really close relationship musically and personally, and when those things kind of dissolve, you can't be with you know you can't work with them anymore. You need a really good uh, you know, these days, you know, everything has to calm down way later. People got to have kids, get married mm-hmm. and all that shit. Like with that type of um, breakdown and then come back later. Probably no music ever, but you know, we have what we have. Right. I mean, I, mean, I think, it, I think it's hard when you are in that creative space with people and like you sort of have this singular goal mm. and then for one yeah. reason or another, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. There's always yeah. like sort of, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I can only speak from like my own perspective of things that I've gone through, but I think there's right. like a sense of regret almost. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, there's like even like a bit of like shame and sort of like, because you know, it, you have anger. It could have went a lot better. Yeah, it could have been, and, you know, better. it might even just be like, you know, now, now you don't have this thing that was the thing that drove you and like, Defined you as mm-hmm. people and and your relationship with with each other. So like once that's gone, it's hard to like continue that in a lot of ways. Like it's it's just not the same. You know what I mean? It's like it's basically like anything. Like with old friends, where it's like if you end up going in different directions, like and you hang you out again, of, it's 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 cool, different. but it's not the same. It's different. Yeah, yeah. it can exactly. and it could be. But t- tell you the truth, when you rekindle old friends, it's something new. Like literally, it's different. You you you, you could talk about your past. And it can be, that, yeah. Definitely, it's different. But you have to acknowledge. But it, it but it never goes even even when it's cool and it's dope. It never goes back to what it was. Like, no, no, never, no, no, never, no, never that level of friendship yeah. that there was at that time. Right, definitely. But everybody, you know, and I say this with relationships and um things of that nature. I know y'all got the married thing going on, but seasons, right? People come to you in seasons. Yeah. And same thing with. Work friends, friends, friends. Like sometimes that was your time with that person, and then y'all move on for whatever reason. So it's not like either of them are, you know, and not to harp on them, but they're both incredible artists, and they kept up the incredibleness after this. So that's that's one thing we didn't have to worry about them splitting the way they did. Um, Lask, you up? Yes. All right. So this might be a bit out of left field choice here, but surprise! I'm going with. The album Miles Garvey by Skip Coon. This album is so dope. It was, uh, I I think, I might have learned about it from the homie Elmatic. Saw him uh, tweeting about it, maybe. Yeah, it was was either him or it was somebody on Phil of Flavor. And uh, just from the first time I listened to it, I, I, I fell in love with it. And, and I, I still, it's like one of those records I still record. play heavy rotation. Keep, keep that record. Anytime I make I a mix, there are songs from this record on it. 
it is just like a timeless record. And there there's not a lot of timeless records from this decade. There's records that are good, but this record has like a timeless feel to me. It's like mm. cuz it it's it's not like some rap battle shit. It's not some rap punchline shit. It's like it's some knowledge deep, born. Soulful it's knowledge, knowledge born, political yeah. revolutionary shit that's like it's, it's relevant like in any time and any place, and it's just like beautifully done. Uh, it's like what? Shit, we, Paris, rapper Paris, MC Paris. Yeah, back in the day, that's what you know. Bro, Asada taught me is one of the greatest yep. songs I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, just the whole thing. Uh, African Sunset is amazing. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's like it could fit right in with like something like Spodiodidopolicious. Oh. Indeed. It's like a thirteen-minute epic song. that's just like pure beauty, and I mean, Skip can rap his ass off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just like he hits these patterns and these styles and his delivery that are just brilliant. And it's like not a single syllable goes to waste in this whole waste. record. Nope, it's what's fucking your, um, amazing. Mm-hmm. What's your pick, Lester? Um, I'm going with Rumarm. Rumarm. Oh my god! Yeah, Rumarm. Yeah, it's just fucking. He just hits his pocket so hard. The beat is beautiful. And like, just. I'm standing on this corner like God ain't returning and this ghetto ain't burning bright. Crack a school, kick us out. We wasn't learning right. But through it all, we learned to fight. Every wrong started right. Baking soda, water, ice. We was property in the Bill of Rights. Gunshot, loss of life. Whole medicine is Sprite. Cops in the curve, so we flashing our lights. And this concrete fertile, we just need the sunlight. So reject God, accept the poltergeist. Judas got silver rights, just do it, did it for Mike. Sell Delph, do the same, sell for life. Cut once, measure twice, congregate on this corner, conjure this ice. That get us gas, renting lights. Then we blew it all for the wood, painting pipes. Body on the asphalt, neighbors flashing lights. Copper pigs, tragedy, this is Jack Life. Ruger Remington and Armour Life. It's, it's an epic record. I mean, I really cannot recommend listening to this record enough. Um, I mean... It could. The reason I picked the number one record is just because I think it was probably a bigger, more impactful record for the decade. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, I think this is probably my favorite record from the decade. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. just it's perfect. It's like what? It's like nine songs, maybe like thirty minutes. Thirty-five minutes. Thirty-five minutes. Yeah, I got it's it. Up fucking, right it's never. There's not a dull moment on the record. There's an opening poem in there called We Aim at Sea featuring this guy, yeah. um, Tango at Ise. I, I could be saying his name wrong, um, Mr. Yeah. Tango, but that, but that opens you up. And then uh, Blacker, come on, man, mm-hmm. Bravo Tango Tango Delta. What the yep. hell, yo? Binary thinking. Yeah. Oh, Lord, like, oh, a- Atheist? What about Atheist? Come on. Like, yo, he, the kid goes in, is all I got to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and I, I've I've tweeted with him a couple times. I'm just like, you know, when when's the record next record coming? He's like, I'm working on it, but it's like, yeah, you know, this came out in 2014, so he takes his he's time. Featured on, um, he's featured on one of NASA's last records, last couple of records. He's on there. Oh, oh wow. yeah, and he I'm, is. I'm not I'm not blowing him up, but I tried to get him on something. Um, I'll try again, but definitely. Uh, what, weren't didn't we try to get him on Tosh? I was like, yo, this guy needs to yep. be on that shit when I first heard yep. him. Uh, I, I think I think I heard called. him through uh through Trackstar. He put he linked me like a SoundCloud song. 
And I think it was well, we get him song? Marcus Garvey. Is, yeah. that, is that name one of the songs? No. One of his well, his album is Miles Garvey, so he has Miles Garvey. Yeah, like, no, there's what was it's the, probably a side of taught me. A side of taught me. Was it might have been that. The beat song. was like so ill. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and he rocks all different production styles. Like, I mean, there's yeah. like the grimy dissonance of like the Jux era. There's like right. crazy yep. soulful shit. There's just like real like bouncy pocket shit. It's just nuts. Mm-hmm. I gotta it's go back really to it because I remember like I remember first being let down because the first song I heard from there wasn't anything else like that on the album, like it was like, mm-hmm. I did I did oh, I was okay. like, oh like I I, I kind of want like that like kind of like the more, more like, of those yeah like, like the was, guttural I, static I, shit I, I, whatever I, it was I, I think it's a side a side of taught me also has a very very powerful video with mostly beautiful black women um you don't even see him rhyming and it's just mm-hmm. and then but these women are also like intellectuals. Like you see them in bookstores or like mm. speaking, but you don't hear nice. them talking. But they look regal and they look. Car- I was just like, this guy, man. That's why I was fiending to get him on some. I mean, I got another solo I'm working on now. I'm gonna reach out to him because he definitely will fit. But you know, we'll see. And if he, if he's taking his time and he he comes up with sh- like, because I listen to his other records too. If he comes up yeah. with stuff like this, if this is the time it takes, then you got all the time, brother. Yeah, I mean, he was he was four years between his other records, so right, right. You know, um, the production um, on here. I also just noticed end, he, I don't know who produced. He still has seven remaining vinyl left. Cool. That's, that's about to be five. And, it's only five twenty dollars. It's pretty cheap. Damn. Hey, knock it off. Yo, fucking yeah. miscreants. They they on one. You don't hear my cat meowing from the bathroom wailing because I locked Dude, her. Dude, my, my my cat is just laying on the carpet in front of me doing nothing. That's all he does. Oh, that's Jose. You got to eat don't do one, shit. Man. Yeah, Jose the cat. He doesn't get oh, whatever. Alaska when 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 Zilla first started dating his wife, Jose was not having it. He used to get up at three in the morning and scratch the wall to fuck with Zilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole. Like no, Alaska. Literally, you told me at the same time in the morning because he had to get up. He had to get up early if he was at his girl. No, nah, because the problem. Yeah, and the, well, the problem. Yeah, and the problem was and the litter to, box was like in our in our tiniest apartment, right by like where the bedroom was. And it See, would just like, you sleep like that one more hour of sleep you would need. You'd be just scratching that shit. You'd be scratching the wall. Scratching that and the wall. Yeah, just you know, a cat yeah, lose space and then just. Yeah. Yeah, he. Ne- oh, oh God, yeah, he never yeah. does that. Yeah, these are fucking assholes, bro. That's <laughs> and he used to call him an asshole. Like, he used to call him like a fucking jerk off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, a jerk off. Like some roommate that's like cock blocking him. I was dying. Yeah, he's a jerk off. <laughs> nice, call me now. I give him his catnip. I feed him every night. He knows what it is. Yeah. But definitely, there was there was some conflict early on in the game. I will yeah, he was you. not having it. He was not happy with me. <laughs> he's not into it. But wait, let me ask you this real quick. Um, he took the Jake well, did he? Or he just, they're just roommates? No. Like, how are they? He, he just, in the last, like, year and a half, started, like, being cool around him. Oh, he doesn't like wow. kids. He fucking hates children. He hates them. Oh, when so they come over, he runs and hides. Get out of here. Nope. I did not he know that about. He I didn't fucking know that. hates I, kids. He's friendly with me. Uh, well, suck for them. Yeah, he ain't with all okay. that shit. All right, man. Number one pick time. Here we go, dude. Wait, all right. Do you want to take a break? Am I up? Uh, let's take yeah, a quick break. Huh? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Sell some, sell some shit. Yeah, we got Tosh vinyl. Griff Company, the album Too Many Secrets from Zillaraka, me, and Curly Castro on uh, a wrecking crew and a quad culture podcast. 
it's available. It's got Alaska on there, I Alive, Open My Eagle, Willie Green, Googie, Quandry, Dose4GW, on a bunch of other dope-ass people that you probably already know. Album is on Bandcamp exclusively right now. CDs with the OB strip shipping worldwide. WreckingCrew.Bandcamp.com Griff Company, Too Many Secrets. This beat is hard as shit. Back to the show. All right, so what's your number, what's your number one pick, man? MC Cataract. Oh, yeah. Fucking okay. Visions of My Gandhi. My number one pick is obvious because it's just the greatest, and it's a record called Save Yourself by the one and only Elucid. And this record is revolutionary because this is Elucid believing in his producing powers. So this is the, this is the record he produced most. And it was like his first full-length uh, bomb. Like he's dropped all this stuff that I've been very much a fan of, uh, chocolate, uh, Simeon stuff, bird eat snake. But this thing right here, this, this thing, this thing was something else. This was a, it was a conversation starter. It, if you didn't know a lucid, you knew him then. The day this dropped, um, backwards got behind it, and it is just incredible. The song I'm highlighting is um, "Wake Up Dead Man," oh. and the reason I'm highlighting that song is this quote right after the quote you'll hear the song this piano was played underwater by a slave ship suicide jumper with eight fingers and no he didn't take a selfie this piano was played underwater by a slave ship suicide jumper with eight fingers and no he didn't take a selfie squatting at the final frontier of gentrification to the east sound bad meditation in the form of vacant breaking red ribs and hundred dollar bills bank trucks tread whenever passed without a will found down, blood pool, empty and sick room, frigid December morning, please come quickly. Black and sad, facts and taxes, no flags, no guards, no masters. I don't have to do a thing, but stay black and die. That's what my mother say, flow will run away. Arcade on the deuce, went to 81, overproof sound. I don't feel my age, days spilling to the next. And the church keep burning, and the church keep burning. It's working, that's just where I come from. It's not something's up, something's up. Back in the mind, something's happening. Not a revelation, these are not revelations. Wages to send don't get taxed for us. The suspicion might not be a trial. Riding in the eyes and pride and captain inside. Filling off young lives. Guards like used to rather take our own life tonight. This Catalucid has some of the greatest opening bars ever in hip hop. All day. He was He's not up there with Prodigy. He was not joking. This piano was played underwater by a slave ship suicide jumper with eight fingers. And no, he didn't take a selfie. I ain't got to say nothing else. The kid is like elusive when he's rapping and his songs he's creating. It's like a seance. It's, it takes you to a trance to another planet, planet elusive. We don't know how he produces his beats, and I never want to know. I never want to know. I just, I, I, I love the mystery. Um, so shameless plug um if you have the cobalt cd ep um we have cds of that too he produced a couple of tracks on there and he did the majority of the production on the shrapnel lp coming out next year so well 2020 i don't know where we're in the but you'll 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 see it and in fact he even has a um an ep he produced for dunce cap shout out dunce cap on five joints just the man is just becoming a um a master of all trades and save yourself is definitely um, one of those trophies, one of those, mm. those hip hop merit badges. Like he can, he can, he can shine that and wear that proudly. 
save yourself will go down in the hip hop annals of greats. Mm. There you have it. You know, that's the only lucid album I haven't heard yet. Wow. I'm telling you, son, yeah. you will have a whole experience. Considering that you've heard all the other stuff, the newest stuff, and the no, no, I love everything stuff. else. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This, this, that's why this is. This got a song, one of the greatest love breakup songs, "Burnt Sugar," uh, um, um, "NY Blank." Was like the mm, twin is a, there's some great mixing and mastering. NY Blanks is crazy. By Willie Green on here. Like, oh. I was gonna pick NY Blanks a feature, but it's Wake Up Dead Man. Just, just so much more powerful. But Yo, well, Skinny so much, Luther, so that so shit is crazy. Skinny Luther, Cold, um, it's Cold again. Yeah, like Thousand Face God, that joint's stupid. Thousand Face, uh, fucking um, uh, Bleach Water and Let's Stay Forget. Bleach Water, Woods, both of them. What, what's what's, what's the small pro beat on there? Uh, oh man, more um, brilliant than no the shine. sun. No, more brilliant than the sun was done by um, no, that was done by uh, and Breakup. Uh, uh, then what's what's the small did um he did sun don't shine oh yeah and he did um hold on he did the other joint um oh uh, here it is <clears throat> um I was, oh yeah he did um no grand agenda oh that joint's stupid I remember having that beat from that motherfucker forever and then I played the elucid album like there it is there's that fucking beat. That's incredible. He was banging. Yeah, he so just totally like, like flipped it. It's like it loses like MC Shaman, where he has a un a bottomless bag. He just reaches in, pulls out some mystical item, smashes it into the ground, and splits oceans. Seriously, just that's, you know, here's, yeah, you know that's, what I'll say about Lucid because like we you know we've known about him since like oh seven oh eight. You know when he was down with Lessendary and like doing you know right. police and thieves and smash and grab mixtapes and all that, like. It, it's amazing watching everybody just catch up to this guy, and he's gotten more yeah. weird. Like yeah, at his weirdest, everyone's like, "Oh, I get it now." You know what I mean? Like he didn't change anything to get people to like him. He just got like more deeper and deeper, deeper down the rabbit hole, and people caught up to him. It's fucking so cool to watch. Yeah, he's he's shouts to Lucid man. Yeah, him and him and Woods are doing really special shit right now. Just easily, yeah. Easily, they're, those they're dudes, really man. like they're sort of like the bar setting the bar for everybody else. Straight up, they are. Yeah. Straight up, yeah. man. All right, let me do my number one. Um, my number one came out. I'm pretty sure this came out 2010. Um, mm. my partner in in uh in the shadow boxers, Douglas Martin. He actually broke this record because it dropped and people. Like me, that fuck with it off from like Fat Beats and UGHH.com and Uncut.com. We were all about it from the beginning. But months and mm-hmm. months and months went by. Douglas Martin wrote about it in Pitchfork. Questlove started dick riding it. Dude blew up off of that. The album is motherfucking Marsberg by Rock Marciano. The God. That shit. That album is like... That album changes this entire decade to me because it was he was the first New York guy being like, this entire album is raw New York raps. And I'm styling, I'm flexing, I'm doing all the beats by myself. My rhyming is crazy. I'm no cosigns, no hot feature dudes, no mixtapes, no R&B song, no club songs. 
just the best New York shit ever made. And that's that. And he did it. And that he has a stretch for like seven, eight songs in a row on the album. Like no skips. Nothing. Like Raw Deal, Snow, yeah, a great run whatever, album. whatever. No. Uh, yep. Jungle Fever. All of these joints. The song Marsburg. Panic. Like I can quote so many fucking lines off this album because I was stuck playing it. And I've been chasing this dude. Because he was gone. He didn't do music for a minute. He was like doing real street shit. Because he was mm-hmm. in flip mode. You know what I mean? And they fizzled out and busted, lost his deal. And then he went back to being a street dude. Just like, you know, all them shows and movies and people's stories we know do that. And when he came back out with Marsburg, like literally out of nowhere, everyone that had been waiting for him, I, you know, I, I thought it was just me in the world. I didn't know anybody else knew who he was. He, like, caught people, like, waiting for this dude to come back. And when Marsburg hit, it was like everybody's waiting was on board with it. And then once Douglas reviewed it in Pitchfork and Quest Love caught it, and then Quest Love started talking about that record. And that's what put Marcy, like, on the track to where he is now. And now, since that record, you know, he created an entire path to just make, like, unapologetic East Coast rap. And not be lumped in as like, oh, you're like a dusty backpacker. You're like some mm-hmm. like corny throwback boom bap motherfucker. Because he's like, no, I'm rapping about drugs and pimping bitches and looking fly. And I rap better than you. And I make better beats than you. And secretly as a rapper, you're all going to start biting my entire shit. And everybody did. Like everybody after him bit him. You know what I mean? Like it's very. And, and Shasta Crime Apple being like, yo, he's my god. Like that's because the first time I heard Crime Apple, I'm like, you bite Rock Marcy a thousand percent. You know what I mean? Like this. Why wouldn't you? This dude's fucking incredible. Like when I, I remember right. when I interviewed Ish from Diggable. So he said he was like, yo, Rock, Rock's the best thing smoking. Like right yeah, now, dude. this dude's the best. And that's, you know, that that's a guy who doesn't need to say it about anybody. So Marsburg is like, is like perfect East Coast rap. Just straight up pure grimy fly shit i could just be quoting it so i think my my for my personal shit on that is uh the, uh what's it called uh was it the for the real panic? i think raw and raw deal raw deal raw deal right. yeah like panic's my favorite beat and snow is like the song everybody knows you know sean p jumped on the remix but, but on raw deal he says he says I heard voices in the fortress. I heard I held the bomb that and they were like joys. Blow up a bitch and a boyfriend in toy bins. Destroy him, ballpoint pens, enjoy shrimp. For the real, hard to kill. Hard body bill, wheels run a quarter mill. Chilling at the crib out in Forest Hills. Horse from Brazil, trying to steal chlorophyll. My aura still, got more pill. Big bills on the floor spill. This dude is all over, man. So Marsburg, like, that's when I, when I don't feel like rapping anymore and I'm, like, downtrodden, that's the album I go to. Be like, all right. Because he's just, flex, he's having so much fun just styling and crushing. I was like, yo, man, Marsburg to me is, like, no question asked. Best shit of the, of the decade. And again, that album couldn't have existed the, the decade before. Like, he needed the internet to put that out. You know what I mean? 
he would have he would have had to do like all the tropes to get that shit out. I agree. In like two thousand six. I agree with that. He would have had Definitely. to make fifty mixtapes and all that shit. You know. He was like, he would have had to have that feature of um, somebody, oh. Latoya Williams, somebody, Beyonce, something. <laughs> Latoya Williams, Sierra. You know what I mean? Somebody. Some shit. Like he's just he's like every like MC's dude to look at him and be like, that's the fucking guy. Like that dude right there. You know what I mean? Like everybody else, okay, cool, but that's the dude like I study is that because his style is so simple. But he he flexes it with the two with the two syllable flow. Yep. Where he never picks words you can ever predict, and and that was out that was ten years ago, and his his new album about to drop right now, you know, I was going to record this comes out this week, yeah, more or whenever it's dropping this this month, but it's, like it's he's, to come out this week, I'm pretty yeah. Sure without him, there's no Ka, there's no Griselda, there's no Crime Apple, there's no Rome Streets, there's no, none of these dudes. Without that album, none of that shit exists, because none of them see a way to make it, like to make a record like that and make it, and do it themselves. Like he did everything for all these dudes, so shouts to him. He's a fucking god. Shouts to uh, yeah, shouts to sh- yo man, <laughs> and all the songs he's been doing. You know, love one up and just get more and more looks. Still doing it his way. Still charging. None, nothing's free. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Thirty dollars from him for the fucking MP3. Oh yeah, right in his pocket. He did that shit. Fucking amazing dude. Yeah man, Marsburg, my number one. So. All right, so I'm going to go with my number one, and it's probably a bit predictable. I don't know. But uh, I'm going with Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. Fucking love that album. Okay. Love it. I mean, it's the only Kendrick album that I love. Mm. Um, And I think it's like one of those – I mean, it came out in 2012, and I still bump it. So it's got staying power. More than anything, and I, you know, I play it without skipping tracks. Yeah, um, you know, there's I, a lot of married I, I don't know. Tracks the, on there. What's there's that? A lot of tracks that there's a lot, there's a lot of married tracks on there, like yeah. tracks that go with another track. He's yeah, it's like good kid and then into yeah. Mad City. It's fucking perfect. Right. Yeah. And then perfect. Like the other joints, like, it's just really yeah. like married. And, and it it ushered in the uh, the comeback of fucking MC8. On Mad City. Oh, yeah, oh God. MC8. He's like, Peels, we yeah, doing that since the 80s, bro. Yeah. Kills it. MC8 is so dope. Um, I mean, there's not a lot to really say about this record. It's just, to me, it's like, it's the one Kendrick album that I listen to and his voice doesn't bother me. Um, <laughs> and he's doing a lot yeah. of voice gymnastics. That's funny. He's doing a lot he more. He is, yeah. But it's, it's like a real mellow version of it. It's not like the this sort of like wild out sort of trying to yell and having a high-pitched voice and not yelling, like, doesn't sound mm. good when you're yelling. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like this this album quite a bit. There's not a lot to say about it. Everybody's heard it a thousand times. Mm. Um, I guess for the song, I'm going to do... Uh, Sing about me, I'm dying of thirst. I woke up this morning and figured I'd call you in case I'm not here tomorrow. I'm hoping that I can borrow a piece of mind. I'm behind on what's really important. My mind is really distorted. I find nothing but trouble in my life. I'm fortunate you believe in a dream. This orphanage we call a ghetto is quite a routine. And last night was just another distraction or a reaction of what we consider madness. I know exactly what happened. You ran outside when you heard my brother cry for help. Held him like a newborn baby and made him fail. 
Like everything was alright in a fight he tried to put up But the type of bullet that stuck had went against his will Last blood spill on your hands, my plan's rather vindictive Everybody's a victim in my eyes When I ride, it's a murderous rhythm And outside became pitch black A demon glued to my back, whispering, get him, I got him And I ain't give a fuck That same mentality I told my brother not to duck In actuality, it's a trip, how we trip off of colors I wonder if I ever discover a passion like you and recover The life that I knew as a young and in pajamas and thunderlands When thunder comes, it rains, cats and dogs, dumb Niggas like me never prosper, prognosis of a problem child I'm proud and well devoted, this pyro shit been near me forever So forever, I'ma push it wherever, whenever And I love you cause you love my brother like you did Just promise me you tell this story when you make it big And if I die before your album drop, I hope Oh my god, I love that song. Yeah, it's just, it's real, like, brilliant and introspective. Fucking well done. It's just, like, top-notch Kendrick for me. That's awesome. So I remember playing that at the gym all the time when I came out, right? And But I would be at the gym lifting weights, but, like, seeing everything he was saying. Like, I wouldn't even be, like, conscious of my, my body pushing fucking 70 pound dumbbells or something because i'm thinking like you know like the like the the art what's called um when me and the homies like talk about breaking in and doing all shit like here they come here they come Mm -hmm. me and the homies like the art of peer pressure whatever it's called like just yeah just seeing all that shit and talk about shireen you know playing the young jeezy cd in the car and shit stealing his mama's van the fucking voicemails from his parents and all that shit it was just like, what a concept album, man. It's fucking awesome. The singles were crazy. Right. Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Oh, my God. The yeah, f- man. It's fucking... I mean, it's honestly... Because I, I had kind of stopped rapping for a while. And it's probably okay. the album that got me back into rapping again. Wow. All right. Yeah, because it was just like, it was really like, it was everything I wanted to hear from a rap record, and I wasn't hearing anything like that for a while. So I was like, cool, let me, inspired me to write again, and that basically got me back to here. Damn, bro. I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that album was slamming. I mean, I mean, like, good, the good, the good kid song, as a song, is fucking, inc- like, the idea of him talking about being in gangster, like Crips and Hood and Bloods, like having to navigate that shit from like an innocent bystander to dealing with the cops, dealing with the neighborhood dudes, dealing with the dudes that you're in the wrong neighborhood, like always being a potential victim of his environment. On like that's what that entire mm-hmm. song's about. And then you get to Mad City, where it's like talking about like. The f- drugs, like him smoking angel, him smoking weed laced with angel dust, like all that shit is, oh my god, it's, but like it's here's the thing too about him, it's it's really personal and it's really conceptual, but the beats are fucking banging. Yeah, that's it. That's the key. Yeah, TDE's TDE's um sound providers are very highly skilled. People oh give man, credit. yeah, like they Dre really got the corniest shits on there. Yeah, yeah, like they're corny as yeah. shit. Like they don't but even did, fit. Did they're Dre all like bonus any of that shit? He did like one song with him called like, "The Recipe" or one something. Song. It was like for LA radio. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was mostly this dude named Duckworth. 
That's him. Duckworth has a couple of joints. That's, that's Wait, Kendrick. Duckworth is Dr. Dre? Oh, okay. No, that, that's Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. Oh, okay. Is his name. Gotcha. Yeah, he's named yeah, after one of the worst centers in basketball history, Kevin Duckworth. Wow. No. I mean, he's not one of the worst. He has an old summer. You got to slow down. Really? watching a highlight video on showing the duck the other day. Yes, he does. <laughs> the like, duck. Wait, what does the duck have? Two also? Duck, yeah. Kevin yeah. Duckworth is two also. Two also, yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't. Sam Bowie was the one that was picked before Jordan. It wasn't him, right? right? Yeah, no, Sam Bowie was selected before Jordan. Duck, but Duckworth, Duckworth was, was a top 10 pick. He had a great career. Who was Duckworth? Was he with Blazers. Portland or Portland. was it Blazers? He was, yeah. Portland the whole time. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, Portland's whole career. He was like yeah. the big he was dude. Like, he was like, like the, um, just round. The, the brown Brad Doherty kind of prototype. Yeah. Big, big body, nimble, right? Like he was big, but like the guy could move yeah. and stuff like that. Which, he know, just had like no muscle like, whatsoever on his body. Like there was nah, no muscle nah, tone. He had, a, no, he had this double plus like one hand shot thing he was playing around with going. Shit, mm. so. Part of one of the greatest front courts ever. Kevin Duckworth, mm. Buck Williams, and Jerome Kersey. With that in the Bro, that, that whole that whole front court scored, couldn't score fucking 50 points if you spotted them 40. Yeah, but, they, <laughs> they, yeah, but everybody that played against them had not and, bru- and bruises and contusions at the end of the game. Yeah, back and in the day, we should knock them on their ass. Enough. He was no, the most improved player in 1988, just so you know. Bang it down. <laughs> get, it, get, it, get it right, Zella. Get it right. Give the man Duck his respect. Better put respect on his name. Rest in peace, Duck. Kevin Duckworth. Yeah, he mm. passed away. He passed away. Yeah. Oh, he did? Oh, oh shit. Yeah, he passed away. Recently, too, man. Yeah. The last five years. Probably three, five years ago. So. All right, I think that's, that's what we got. Y'all. Yeah, I think we're Our good. Top albums of the decade. Yeah. We wanted to get it on the decade dance. And then we'll jump into the 2019s. Have two, then we have a 2019. All right, yep. y'all. Everybody right. have a good one. Keep making that hip hop. Keep making it real. Peace out. Shabbat. Peace. Peace.